You're listening to a podcast from Victory. Jesus taught us to pray with perseverance. Learn more about asking, seeking, and knocking in week 14 of our series, Redefined. And today we look at Matthew 7, verse 7 to 12. So do not judge. Verse 12 is the famous golden rule. And in between those two is a sermon on prayer. As what I said, don't look at the Sermon on the Mount as divided sermons. It's one sermon. So this is actually tied up to the Lord's Prayer on how we should pray because he was now going back again to the theme of prayer. And so we go back here in verse 7 and we look at prayer. Now, before we jump off to the text, here are one of the things that we've noticed among Christians is that a lot hesitate to pray. We're very hesitant to pray. Okay? Not a lot of us are into you know, prayers and long prayers. And there are a couple of reasons why we hesitate to pray. Right? One of the things is because for some they think prayer doesn't really matter. Why would I pray? doesn't really matter. Somebody's doing it. So might as well not pray. I had that same inclination when I was uh, young in the faith. I would remember every time we would have missions, we just finished our missions Sunday, where people would ask for prayer partners and financial partners. In my mind, you know what? Ah, prayer partner is optional. What they're really looking for are financial partners. Until I became a pastor. And I entered ministry and I realized how much I covet prayers of people. How prayer is such an important aspect of my life that I need to build my own prayer team because it is so important. I'd rather have a lot of prayer partners than financial partners. Right? Because that's how important prayer is. It has shifted my perspective about prayer. But for some, they say, you know, prayer doesn't really matter. For some, they're thinking, you know, I hesitate because I might be praying the wrong way. And unlike the others, when I would hear others pray or a pastor would pray, it's so eloquent, it's so nice, it's so powerful, it gives me the goosebumps. But when I pray, I stutter. That's why I hesitate to pray. But remember, prayer is just talking to God, right? You don't need to be so formal in prayer. So a lot of people are afraid to pray or hesitant to pray because they think they might pray the wrong way. Or for others, they're thinking there are more important things to do than pray. Have you heard the phrase, pray tayo ng pray, wala naman tayong ginagawa? Because we think prayer is not as important and doing is more important, I believe, in the balance of both. That when I pray, I need to do something about it. That's why I'm praying. And so a lot of people hesitate to pray. Now, in this sermon, Jesus goes and tells them, aside from the Lord's Prayer, here's how you will now pray. He says, first, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. The one who seeks, finds. The one who knocks, it will be opened. If you look at these two verses, there was an emphasis on asking and seeking and knocking, right? When Jesus was saying this, this was not uh, three levels of prayer. Level one, you ask. Level two, you seek. Level three, you knock. No, this was an attitude of prayer. That when you come to me as your heavenly Father, I want you to ask, seek, and knock. And let me emphasize this again by saying that when you ask, you'll, 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 you'll receive. If you seek, you'll find. If you knock, the door will be open. There was an emphasis on what we need to do when we come to God in prayer. The attitude, the spirit behind the prayer. We need to learn how to ask with persistence, 
We need to ask in faith. So we look, ask and it will be given. Seek, you'll find. Knock and the door will be open. Ask, he says. Mingika, ask. Verbally. Lord, can I have? Ask and it will be given. Now, again, I want to tie this up with Matthew 5 and 6. When Jesus says, ask, He's not saying just ask anything you want. What He's saying is, ask with the kingdom of God in mind. And it will be given to you. That was the thread of the whole Sermon on the Mount. If you ask anything according to the agenda of the kingdom, it will be given to you. Ask. It will be given. There's so many promises in the scripture that we don't tap into because we don't read the scripture. Di natin alam. We don't know. That's why we don't know what to ask for. That's why a lot of prayers are no because those are not in scripture. Ask in faith. Ask with the kingdom in mind. And the Bible says, it will be given to you. Just a story. When I was a campus missionary, there were things that we were believing God for. But in the natural, there's no way we could. That's why we have to find ways to make it happen. I remember there was a time my kids were asking, Dad, can we go to Disneyland? We really want to go to Disneyland. We want to go to Disneyland. And, uh, and we were saying, you know, let's pray. Let's ask God in faith that we can go to Disneyland so that you can enjoy Disneyland and meet Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck, Chinese right? version. And we would pray. And again, that's what I said. It's hard for us to do it because of the funds that were coming until God in His goodness gave us peace of air. And with the piece of air, we were able to get a flight to Hong Kong. It was very cheap flight. And then we scouted around for a hostel that could fit the four of us. So I started crowdsourcing on Facebook. Guys, do you know any hotel or hostel that's cheap that could fit four people? One of my college friends says, try this inn called the Wonderful Inn. Right? It's a very wonderful, wonderful inn at... Aliana and Mika, look at them. They were very young at this time. And we had to pep talk them because I, I saw the website. The room was actually nice. I got the family room. My, my, my college uh, classmate said, in fact, the receptionist is Filipina. You will feel really welcome. It's, it's, it's a decent place. So we were so happy. We went to Hong Kong. I rode the taxi. The taxi couldn't find Wonderful Inn. Where the street, where the address, couldn't find it. I had to stop. If you know Hong Kong, right? The taxi is very expensive. So I said, uh, stop. Para. Okay? All right. All right? And I had to go long distance, talk to my sister to give me the coordinates exactly what building Wonderful Inn is part of so that we can find the place. And we found the place and we were in Wonderful Inn after more than 30 minutes. What was supposed to be only a 10-minute ride became 30, 40 minutes. We went there and lo and behold, it was a Filipina. Mabuhay, sir. You, Filipina. We're so happy. Family room. Here we go. We opened the family room. And it was uh, as it was expected. It was a family room. A family for one. We were four, but I think the room was only maybe a little bit bigger. Half of this, not half of the stage. With, all, with everything in it already, it was so small. Maybe it was from that one to this TV. It was like this, right? So you can do everything there by just one you know, turn. Take a bath, you know, sleep. You, you just go around. You've been through the whole family room, right? In fact, we couldn't take any pictures in the family room. It couldn't fit the kahit na anong, you know, you can't. So we took the picture here as a souvenir 
that will never come back. Okay, so, to uh, wonderful in. But we told our kids, young as they are, we told our kids, you know, our goal here is to go to Disneyland, right? We've asked God to provide for us, and God gave us the provision for a Disneyland ticket. That's why we took Wonderful in, because we thought it was wonderful. But, but it's okay. And they all agreed, and they were very happy. Everybody was happy. We actually got sick because the pollution of the city would go to our room. That's how bad this in was. I'm not saying don't go there. Uh, do at your own risk. But it was, you know, it was, we were happy. They were very happy. My two daughters were very happy. But uh, the, the day we were leaving, the night before we were leaving, my Tammy gathered everyone and said, let's pray. I believe, I want to pray for something. I have faith that in three years' time, we'll go back to Disney and we'll stay in Hong Kong Disneyland Hotel. <laughs> you don't know what you're saying. You're raising the hopes of our kids. Because we really took time. Tammy and I took time to really budget this, wait for a piece of air. I don't know, piece of air, right? You have to wait until 2 a.m. because it kept crashing, right? So until you get your ticket, right? And, and to go to Hong Kong Disneyland Hotel would be around 9000 to 12000 a night. That's almost six years in Wonderful Inn, right? <laughs> the price difference would be, would be really... It's like, I don't know if we could actually afford... Hong Kong Disneyland Hotel, it, it's impossible for us. Uh, I'm a campus missionary like Dave. Okay? And, and I don't know if we can really afford this. But then, we're, we're Christians, so we prayed. But she had the faith, and she prayed. Women, very specific when they pray. Lord, in three years' time, we will come back here. We will stay in Hong Kong Disneyland Hotel. Amen, I think this was October, we were in Wonderful in November, Tammy gets an email, she, she's a blogger, she gets an email that the Hong Kong tourism has actually chosen her and some other Filipinos for a three days, two nights stay at Hong Kong Disneyland Hotel with the family, all expense paid trip. Okay, this was the next month, not after three years. Okay, we got the email and I said, no, don't answer the email, it will ask questions, ah, informations about you, the get your credit card number, scam yan. Nobody gives away all-expense-paid trip. I know we prayed about this, but nobody would give that, all right? And so we had to wait for two months. December, we weren't answering. We actually asked one of our friends, Carlo, who attends our church here, who's a social media guy, you know, can you, can you research about this person and this company that told us that we're chosen? By end of December, he said, this is legit. You're actually going to Hong Kong Disneyland, right? And so this was... October, we, she was praying. Yeah, she was. I, I, I was agreeing. She was praying. All right. I don't know if I was really agreeing, but she was praying. So since we are one, we're married. It's the same. So, right. October, she was praying in faith, asking the Lord to provide. There's no way we could go. But by February, we were in Hong Kong Disneyland Hotel. All expense paid trip. All right. Amazing. I think for this trip, I shelled out 1,600. Uh, taxi fare from airport to hotel because they did not shoulder it. I don't know why. Anyway, nagreklamo pa eh, no? Alright. Grabe si Lord. Just an amazing, again, this is God. You know, it's amazing when somebody calls you up in the hotel room and tells you to go down. You can now go down and go to a restaurant here in Hong Kong, Disneyland, order anything you want. You know, we were ordering anything we want. It was all expense paid. Now, on the first day, we had 
a tour guide, a cast member who would guide us to Disney. Everybody was lining up for 30 minutes average. We were lining up for a minute because we were entering the exit, because we were VIPs. Almost half day, we're almost done with Hong Kong Disneyland. That was how VIP we were at that time. You know, it was amazing. The kids were so happy. It was like, wow, this is the dream. No, not looking at the price of the menu. Actually, we look so that we can order what we want, right? And it was, it was God providing for everything that we need. Now, women, you know, men, very different from women. You know that, right? We asked for, well, yeah, as a family, we asked for this trip. We were there February. I was so happy. I was, Lord, Wala na akong hingin pang... Thank you talaga. Women, very specific. Lord, like this. Lord, like that. Lord, like this. Lord, si Donald Duck, yayakapin ako. Parang too specific sometimes. No? Right? I'm not saying that was the prayer request of Tammy, but she would have specific prayer requests. Like one of her prayer requests was, in the itinerary given to us, we weren't going to have buffet in the other hotel, which was more expensive. Right? We weren't having buffet with the cartoon characters. So she was saying, you know, let's believe God that we will go and have buffet on the other hotel. Wala na sa itinerary, right? And every breakfast, you have naman cartoon character with you, right? And, but then she prayed. And then, out of the blue, call. You know, we changed your plan. Uh, tomorrow, you're going to have breakfast in the other hotel with all the cartoon characters. So, again, even to the smallest detail, as in faith, you just knew this was God. I couldn't afford this. God knew I couldn't afford this. And that's why God was answering and, and honoring the faith of my wife. It wasn't out of excess or out of luho. We were happy with Wonderful Inn. We were actually very happy with Wonderful Inn. But to go Disneyland Hotel, we thank God for it. But without this, we're actually very happy also. As with the kingdom in mind. Not with a sense of entitlement, but with a sense of gratefulness. Lord, thank you. Some of the prayers we ask, God is not answered yet. Are you entitled and saying, God, you're not answering? Or are you grateful? Lord, I'm so blessed. If you don't answer, I'm okay. If you answer, thank you. Ask with the kingdom mentality. Ask with the kingdom mindset to the very specific. So, the second day namin, we were no longer VIPs. We had free park tickets, but we had to walk on our own. So now we were walking on our own, and then uh, you saw the dress, Grace. That's the dress of your daughters given to us. Para rin mukhang cartoon character yung mga anak right? And on the second day, we were wearing this. We were walking Disney, and my wife said, you know, we missed the parade. In the first day, again, very different perspective. A man and a woman. Parang marriage seminar to. Okay lang, we don't need the parade. No, no, the kids would enjoy the parade. So, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. We'll see, baka hindi tayo maka... You know, we were trying to plan our day. And as we were walking, a Chinese cast member of Disney approaches us. No, 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 okay, it's okay, it's okay. But he kept... Persisting. He was asking, seeking, and knocking. Oh, he's selling us something. Right? Alam niyo mga haircut doon, di ba, mahal? No, 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 no. Tami, tulungan mo ako dito. Binibentahan tayo. Di ba? So, I didn't know what to do. And then, he just kept coming back at us and said, Oh, free lah. 
Tami, 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 Tito ka. Free, free. Imagine out of the thousands of kids that day, Aliana and Mika were chosen as princesses of the day. And what's the goal of the princesses of the day? During the parade, you'll be in a VIP section, you're placed there, and the princesses would stop in front of you and they'll get you in the parade and you'll dance with them in the parade. It's just amazing. Even to the smallest details, God was answering the prayer of my wife. And we were very thankful. Ask in faith. Ask and it will be given. Yesterday, I was in a child dedication of a couple who lost their, I think, three-year-old daughter last year, June last year. June this year, uh, they had a new baby. And we were dedicating this three-month-old baby as a gift from the Lord. We were crying June last year. We were celebrating. They were celebrating June this year. We were eating yesterday, October, to celebrate this gift as with the kingdom in mind. They didn't quit church when God took away their daughter. They didn't question me. Of course, there were questions that couldn't be answered. They didn't quit on God. They asked with the kingdom in mind, not with a sense of entitlement, but gratefulness. Lord, thank you. You gave us another. Lord, you gave us a son in exchange for a daughter. Ask, and it will be given. I look around, I see so many people whose prayers have been answered. Miraculous, supernatural, answered by God. Ask in faith. Ask with the kingdom in mind. Then the Bible says, seek, and you will find. Again, let's tie this up to the whole Sermon on the Mount. When you seek, what do you seek? Matthew 6, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. What do you seek? You seek the kingdom and you'll find it. Seek the kingdom of God. Seek what God wants and you'll find it. What do we seek? Whose kingdom are we building when we pray? When we ask of God, are we really seeking what God wants? Jesus was saying to the disciples, if you seek what I want, you'll find it. You seek the kingdom, you'll find it. And everything will be added unto you. And he says, knock, and the doors will be open. Knock. Don't just ask. Don't just seek. You knock. Be persistent. When we started our church here, and we had zero contacts in the youth ministry, we were praying, we were asking, we were seeking, we were knocking. Last year, through asking and seeking, we were able to get San Juan Gym. Uh, but the problem with San Juan Gym was we couldn't sustain the growth because every time there's a government program, they kick us out. We said, we can't do church this way. We don't even know if we'll have service next week. So we were praying and we were seeking. And we were now knocking. And out of the blue, somebody had this crazy idea. The San Juan gym is maybe five minutes drive away from SM Santa Mesa. Let's go and ask SM Santa Mesa. Francis went there and we found out that they were giving us a deal. In fact, when the door opened, Christ was there. Christ, the manager, of the theater manager, his name is Christ. Christ opened the door for us in SM Santa Mesa. No kidding. His name is Christ. So when, when Francis went back and reported to us, Christ opened the door for us. Huh? Yeah, I thought he was being spiritual. No, it was Christ in the calling card. Christ gave him a calling card and told us, Christ told us to rent 
the cinema. Right? Christ is there every week looking after us. Christ and cashes are checks. Right? It's amazing how Christ literally opened the door for us. We now have 400 students in our SM Santa Mesa worshiping regularly. Those are 400 new people getting saved and discipled. We're now looking at having two services because they've maxed out the place. And so uh, hopefully by next year, we go two services on a Friday and hopefully start a midweek service in Santa Mesa. That's close to 1,000 or 2,000 new people because we knocked the persistence. God, I know you want us to do something. Lord, you want us to reach out to more people and disciple more people. Knock as citizens of the kingdom of God and the door will be open. Persistence. Martin Luther said, the reason why Jesus said this verse is that he knows that we are timid and shy, that we feel unworthy and unfit to present our needs to God. We think that God is so great and we are so tiny that we do not dare to pray. Have you ever felt that way? When you ask prayer for others, you're in faith. When you pray for the church, you ask for millions. But when you pray for your personal needs, it's, Lord, 60,000 lang, okay na. Why do you do that? Why do you believe God in faith for others, but dare not believe for yourself? Sometimes there's this tension we feel like, because I, it sounds selfish. Remember, when you ask with the kingdom in mind, selfishness will not be a problem for you. Because you're thinking about the kingdom. You're thinking about God. You're thinking about His glory and not your name. Selfishness would be a non-issue for you when you ask of faith. When you ask for open doors. When you ask for business breakthrough and career advancement. With the kingdom in mind, it will never be selfish. Because it's not about your kingdom, it's God's kingdom. And so I can ask boldly. We dare not ask because we're timid and sometimes we have the wrong perspective when we ask in prayer. That is why Christ wants us to lure us away from such timid thoughts, to remove our doubts and to have us go ahead confidently and boldly. Ask, seek, knock. The stacking of these words that Jesus was using was extremely forceful. He was pounding. He was hammering a point. Ask, seek, knock. By the way, if you ask, you'll, 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 you'll receive. If you seek, you'll find. You knock, the door will be open. Twice in one line. He repeats the same words as emphasis to the church. Don't be afraid to ask. We are to passionately persist in prayer. Ask, seek, knock. See, there's a difference between a fleshly stubbornness and a godly perseverance. Fleshly stubbornness insists on getting one's will done in heaven. The latter determines to get God's will done on earth. When I ask, seek, and knock with the kingdom in mind, it's not flesh stubbornness. It's persistence. It's a, there's a godly motivation behind my prayer. Why I ask, I seek, and I knock. First John five fourteen to 15 tells us this is the confidence we have in approaching God. That if we ask anything according to His will, He what? He hears us. What do we ask? Anything according to what? His will. Not your will, not your kingdom. According to His will. 
He hears. And if we know that He hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we ask of Him. He's happy because we're asking His will to be done over our lives. His answer is, yes, I'll do it. Because you ask according to my name and ask according to my will. Let's go back to the Sermon on the Mount. Verse 9. It says, Or which one of you, if his son asks him for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent? Verse 10. If you then, who are evil, what Jesus was saying is, we as human beings, we're sinful, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in Heaven give good things to those who ask Him? Even a mean dad would give you a birthday present. Even a sinful dad will give you gifts. How much more your father give good things to those who ask of him. Some of you might be new in the faith and you're asking the Lord certain things that are not according to His will because you don't even know His will. You just ask, Lord, paingin ang lotto number, combination. Come on, come on, Lord. Lord, yung katabi kong babae, maganda, Lord, sa akin na yan, Lord. Diba? We ask things that are very selfish in nature. Here's what I believe. We all go through a journey where we don't know what we're asking for. It's like us when we were kids. Remember the days? And if you're a parent, remember? Every time you have kids, bungi-bungi na. Pangin candy, pangin candy, pangin candy. Bungi ka na nga eh, di ba? Bawal ng candy sa'yo. Hindi, I really like. Hindi nga. Di ba? And persistence, di ba? Pupunta sa toys are them, di ba? No, no, no. No more toys. The selfish nature comes out. Now, if you're new in the faith, it's messages like this that would tweak and alter how you pray. Oh, mali pala yun, no? Oh, that's not how you ask. Not asking with the kingdom in mind. But then if you pray that way before, you know, don't be so disheartened. Why? Because you're asking a father. Not just a sinful father, an earthly father in, in, with infinite wisdom. In his wisdom, will a good dad give a candy to a bunging son? No, I won't. Will I give sugar to somebody who's about to sleep? No. Why? I have wisdom. If I give you that, both of us will not sleep. How much more the heavenly father in his infinite wisdom. You think God will give that to you if it will destroy you? You can ask all you want, you'll be tired, but in His infinite wisdom, He will not give it to you. In His holy nature, He will not give you something that's sinful, like a lotto combination, or namamatay yung kapitbahay mo, right? or whatever prayers you make that are contrary to God's word because of His, of his holy nature, He will not give that to you. He's a good Father. And He's also a loving Father. He knows what to give you. He knows. So, we will learn through as we mature in the faith what we need to ask for. And I hope this message helps you to ask with the kingdom in mind. If before it was your kingdom in mind that you're, at least now you know. That's why the answer has always been no, no, no. Not no. It's always been no because in His infinite wisdom, in His holiness, and in His loving kindness, He knows what to give us. Our business is to ask. And as we mature in the faith, we ask with the kingdom of God in mind. 2 Corinthians 1, 19-20 For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, 
who was preached among you by us, by me and Silas and Timothy, was not yes and no. But in Him, it has always been what? Yes. For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through Him, the Amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. What was the premise behind it? For the promises of God. What He said He'll do, I pray those things. That's why all my prayers, Paul said was, Yes! It was never no. It's always yes. Because I base my prayers on the promises of God. What's our job? To know the promises of God. To know the kingdom agenda. So that I can now start praying and the answer would always be what? Yes. And when he says yes, I'll say amen. For whose glory? For the glory of God, according to Paul. So clear, right? How we can pray and have yes answers. So let me end. Verse 12. Sandwich between the prayer. Do not judge. The golden rule. So whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them, for it is the law and the prophets. Now verse 12, what's tricky about Matthew 5, 6, 7, is we don't know if this was a highlight of the notes of Matthew, or if it was all like one message, did he miss out something? We actually don't know. Different views from different people. But verse 12 it's not just tied up to verse 1 to 11. It's tied up to Matthew 5, 6, and 7 because it sums up the law and the prophets. Sums up everything. It's like for, in science, therefore I conclude. This is my conclusion. right? Not just with verse 1 to 10 or 11, but with everything else. So I want to now look at this at the angle of prayer. Ask and it will be given. Seek and you'll find. Knock and the door will be opened. Your Father will give you good gifts. So now, whatever you wish, or in another version, therefore, whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. What does that mean when it comes to prayer? What that means is that when we pray, let us also learn how to pray for others, not only for ourselves. When we do good, righteous acts, could actually be an answer to somebody else's prayer. Willie shared this morning about how God used him as an answer to prayer. He shared to us this morning how God answered his prayer. One time, he was praying and the Lord told him, I want you to give this certain specific amount to this millionaire guy. The amount God gave him was 20 pesos and 80 centavos. Willie's problem was, this is insulting to the millionaire, how can I give 20 pesos and 80 centavos? And this was during the time though when the centavos was the aluminum, the thick one, right? So nobody gives you the thick one, right? They give you stork in the sari-sari store. So it's like, 20 pe- how do I get the 80 centavos? It was so hard. He had to go to his wife. Do you have 80 centavos? Please look for some coins because I'm going to give this guy, well, I don't want to give this guy 20 pesos and 80 centavos. So he was hesitating. Lord, I think it's wrong. I think that's not the right amount. It could be maybe 2,080 pesos, but it's not 20 pesos. So the wrestling he had in his mind. But the prompting that was so strong. So he got an envelope, put 20 pesos and 80 centavos. He didn't know how to approach the guy. The guy was a stockbroker. 
had three golden ball pens here, drives a BMW, and who are you to give him 20 pesos and 80 centavos? Man, that's a little insulting, right? But he says, I just have to do this. Mustered the courage, went to the guy and said, here, I have something for you, and started to walk away. And the guy opened it, and he saw 20 pesos and 80 centavos, and he calls Willie, Willie, Willie! And when Willie heard his name, he walked faster, right? <laughs> but the guy ran after him, and, and, and got a hold of him and said, Willie, why did you give me this? So, so Willie said, I don't, know how, I don't know how to explain. You might find me weird, but I got a prompting from the Lord to give you 20 pesos and 80 centavos. And the millionaire started crying in front of him. You don't know what you just did. Set Willie aside so nobody could hear. He said to Willie, what you don't know is I'm now broke, bankrupt. I'm no longer a stockbroker. I'm broke. And I'm trying to keep up externally so that I could get more clients. That's why I can't sell my BMW. I have to pretend I'm doing well. But I'm not. I prayed to the Lord one night. And he said, the guy was a Christian. Lord, I've given my tithes. I've given my offering. I've been faithful giving to you. Is this really true? Is your word true? And then he challenged the Lord. Lord, if you're really true, give me 20 pesos and 80 centavos. Willie, kingdom-minded, crazy, Gave 20 pesos and 80 centavos to this guy. You don't know that you can be an answer to somebody else's prayer. No matter how crazy it is. This is kingdom living. This is going beyond what seems like, you know, I don't know. If God tells you to do something, and God is telling us, ask, seek, knock, I will give it to you. In the other side of the spectrum, God is using someone and that could be you. Just like Willie. Maybe somebody now is praying to the Lord out of desperation. You might be the answer. Whatever you wish others would do to you, you do unto others. I want us to bow down our heads and pray. I want you to come right now to the Lord in prayer. I want us to practice what was preached today. I want you to ask, to seek and to knock. But this morning, I want you to ask with the kingdom in mind. I know you're praying for something. Some of you, you've been praying for financial breakthrough, healing, restoration of relationship. We've read your prayer requests every week. We've seen those. And you're believing God for something. But I want you right now to come with a different perspective. You're now asking with the kingdom in mind. You're seeking the will of God and His kingdom. You're knocking at the door of the King. I want you to lift it up in prayer, whatever it is that you've been praying for and asking God. But no longer for your own, but for His. Lord, we come to You with our, with our prayers. Lifting it up to you with, the, with your kingdom in mind. With you as our ultimate priority. With you as our King and Lord. 
we come to you Jesus out of gratefulness Lord we ask we seek we knock we lift up to you Lord we storm the gates of heaven asking whether it's a restoration of relationship a career advancement finances to come through debts to be paid salvation of loved ones open doors for ministry open doors for business but Lord right now we ask with God's kingdom in mind Lord I pray Lord that you will be glorified in every answer to our prayer Lord teach us to pray well teach us to pray with persistence teach us to pray according to the will of God starting today Lord thank you for being a good father that in your infinite wisdom loving kindness and your holiness you know what to give us you give us good gifts and may we learn Lord to accept the no answers because you're doing something in our hearts sometimes exposing mispriorities sometimes exposing selfishness so I pray God that uh, make us Lord surrender to the will of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords Lord thank you so much for the privilege of prayer we can come boldly to the throne of grace with confidence and Lord just like Paul Lord when he says all our prayers are yes and amen in Christ Jesus thank you thank you for listening to this message for more messages like these from other victory centers please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcasts